Today, I'm joined by David Kyle. He's a gym owner in Cardiff, and he helps other gyms to promote their services through social media. And today, we basically dig down into how he does it, the tips and tricks he uses to help other businesses to grow through social media. This is a little bit about gyms, but it's a lot about business, about marketing, and about basically finding more clients. Listen in if you want some practical, implementable tips about what you can do right now to improve your reach on social media and actually find more of the right clients for your business. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools, and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits, and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day, and this is Systemize Your Success. Hi, David. Thanks so much for coming down and having a chat with me today. So I'm very interested in speaking to you today. I've, I think there's a massive amount of value that anyone who is good at marketing at lead gen and basic business growth in general can add to this podcast. And so it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Just give us a you know two-minute intro, who you are, what you do, and what value you hope to be able to bring and talk to me today about. Thank you. Um, usually I do this at the office. I just needed to be in the gym this afternoon for some stuff so i was like you know what let's just put all the boxes on top of each other set it up really quickly so yeah so if you're watching on the podcast david is pointing at his awesome looking gym behind him <laughs> is, you know a seriously nice uh a nice setup so uh yeah if you're on the youtube yes we can see one it. one of the strange things it's probably the same in most industries a lot of people come in um especially like marketers who are trying to help people grow their businesses who don't really have the experience in actually running the business that they're trying to help market, if that makes sense. It does. Whereas a lot of fit pros, fitness professionals who come to us for us to do work with them, literally come based off knowing I own the gym, I own the gym with staff, with clients. And I talk about this type of stuff in some of the posts and some of the emails. So they're just like, oh, he owns a gym. He helps gym owners generate leads or whatever it is. The, the builds the trust really quickly so yeah that is yeah that's that's us really quickly in a nutshell okay so you're a gym owner who's you walk the walk as in you do what you actually yeah, sell yeah. you like and then I, I learn mistakes here before i then tell the world about what not to do and what to do at the same time i can definitely relate to that my entire business is built on giving people the solutions to the mistakes that I've overcome. So uh, I think many, many of us are, but no, I, I love that example. Okay, cool. Uh, so, 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 so some of those small mistakes don't get revealed though, yeah? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I'm not telling anyone about that mistake. There's always those secret ones you're sort of brushing the bed or under the mattress or whatever. <laughs> okay, cool. So tell us a bit about Legion. So what, what, like if I come to you, if I was a client, can we play this role, this, this uh, role play? And I, I know I'm not a fitness in the fitness industry, but hopefully this will still work. Um, so, you know, my business is always looking for clients, new ways to, to find people. Like, what would you do? How would you approach this with me being a new client? And uh, what would you, where would we go from here? It's, it's, it's really in, in the fitness industry, when people get started, one of the things we always say, whether it be me or anybody else out there, and it's if people think, oh, you know what, they're just saying it just for the sake of saying it, but it's niche. You have to be quite unique in that area. So if I go and break my shoulder or something like that, I don't go to the doctors. I go to a 
shoulder specialist to help fix my shoulder. And it's the same for the fitness industry. If you want to be able to charge a little bit more, if you want to earn that little bit more, you have to be quite unique in what you do. And that goes the same with locksmiths, with dentists, with all these other types of service-based businesses. The more unique, the more specific you can be about the audience you're going to work with, the more you could charge, the more you could earn, the better business that you can have yourself because after all we all get into business to have a slightly better life than what we would have had working a typical nine to five say say if that makes sense but yeah it, it's all about having that unique type of person that you want to work with and then going to find where these people actually exist and they could literally exist anywhere so a lot of the stuff that we've kind of shifted towards especially this year towards back end of last year was a lot more organic we've always been known for paid facebook ads that's all we've ever done is paid facebook ads paid facebook ads but running the gym testing loads of things myself it's like facebook ads is one thing but if they see your advert on facebook and don't do anything but then they're walking down the street and they see a poster on the side of a wall and then they go to someone's house and they say, oh, yeah, my friend goes to this gym. And then they see an article in a newspaper. Then they hear it on the radio. It's, it's like it's not a coincidence anymore. It's like oh, there's a message going on. Like I say to a lot of people, this, you're going down the motorway, obviously sticking to 70 miles an hour, and you see a police car. And then you see another police car 10 minutes later. Then you see another police car 10 minutes later. You're like, is that a sign? Is that someone trying to tell me to either slow down or just pay more attention? And that's the thing with marketing. You just have to be turning up in all these slightly different places so people start doing the dots. And when it's time to get started, when it's time to actually say, you know what, I need to join a gym or get a locksmith or fix my window, your business comes into their mind first. Yeah, Om omnipresence. So basically, just basically getting in front of people's eyes wherever they are. I think that's the say you, you know, you've got to basically hook someone's attention seven or nine times over depending on what book you read before they actually even get anywhere near a buying decision with you. And so uh, on the flip side though, on then. like especially with Facebook ads, you can run an ad today, phone that person up literally within five minutes of them um, filling the advert, invite them down to the studio and sell to them. And they've only literally just discovered the fitness business. And this is the same with any service-based business really. Yes, those touch points are, are important, but that is if you're doing the more organic side of things. If you're literally all out attack, I need to generate as many leads and close as many people as possible. Like, you know what I mean? You could put an advert out today, have five or six people apply to the advert, phone them all up, invite them all down later on to a 7 p.m. taster session and something, close all five. So there is a, there is a organic slow and is paid super fast. It, yeah. it depends which, one, which way you prefer. No, totally. I think there's a place for both, don't you? Like, there's, oh, 100%. Uh, you I, I was just saying just off off uh, mic before, camera, whatever you say, um, that literally we just updated some of the copy on our website and website has always just been there as a bit of a placeholder. It's like, have you got a website? Yeah, I've got a website. Tick in the box. And then uh, we actually just did some work on the, on our website and uh, and suddenly people are booking in on, on our webinar, like just randomly. So I'm like, oh, maybe there is something behind this organic stuff after all. Um, but no, I agree with you totally on the on the pay stuff. And we've basically done, done organic for many years, for four or five years before we did any paid or any put any real thought behind any paid ads. We did a few dabbly bits with 
just wasted money basically. Um, but yeah, so we we more recently have got into YouTube ads. Uh, we've seen that exact same thing that you can go from literally never seen you before. I've had clients from America now, never heard of me. They'll watch a YouTube ad. They'll be watching a you know webinar for us or you for it. So getting people you know, in your gym or whatever. And we'll be on the phone later in the week and closed. And that's it. You know, and can, so, I, can I just ask that you yeah. edit that last 30 seconds out and not tell people about YouTube ads? Oh, okay. YouTube ads are very, very, very not used and they are amazing. So, um, yeah, can we delete that scene so nobody knows about YouTube and then we can keep it to ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> I thought well, I was trying to be being serious then or not. <laughs> like Facebook ads are great. Go back two or three years ago and you could get a lead for £1.50, £2 on Facebook. Nowadays, you're paying five, six, seven quid. Yeah. On YouTube, it still is like that. Google, Google AdWords and all that type of stuff, the search stuff, expensive. But YouTube, I don't know. I think it's people... Uh, get slightly lost with the video element of it. I think that's probably what we hear as the biggest downfall to why people don't use YouTube. Facebook, uh, Facebook, easy. Take Literally take a picture here, write a tiny bit of copy, one sentence, blast up on Facebook. But YouTube, I don't know, people are maybe a little bit scared of filming themselves Hopefully. or doing a little presentation together and then putting it up on YouTube. But yeah, YouTube, if you do the video correct, like it's it's huge. And is that is that one of the things you help people do? Yeah, paid paid marketing is is kind of our, our main no, speci- thing. And specifically doing YouTube ads. No, Facebook is that is that okay? Is okay, that so, so I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot now because because uh, give us your you know your top tips. If we were to just have a go ourselves, you know what are the top tips you could give for just having a punt on on Facebook? Obviously, coming to a pro like you is going to be cheaper and better and all the rest of it. But you know, some people out there will just be thinking. The headline is the, the headline's the biggest thing. What I say to most people, and I'm obviously I'm not judgmental on what show you watch on TV. You sat there of an evening watching Emma Day or something like that. The advert comes on. You whack the phone out. You start scrolling through Facebook, and you have to stop them scrolling past. Remember, an Emma Dale advert is one minute, two minute. I've no idea. I, I uh, don't have a TV. Um, but yeah, they're scrolling through and your aim is to stop them. So the headline and the image are the most important things. You could write huge ad copy or you can literally have two sentences. That does make a bit of a difference, but the headline and the image itself is what is going to grab their attention. And that attention needs to talk to them. It cannot talk about, come join my amazing gym down here in Cardiff. It's like boring, move on. It's like ladies in Cardiff and they're scrolling through like, oh, I'm a lady based in Cardiff. Are you over 30? Shit, yeah, I'm over 30. Are you looking to change the way you look and feel in the next six weeks? You know what? I'm feeling really bad there. Yes. Click the advert, give me their details, and in they go. It, people just overcomplicate it so much. It can be that simple. And then the picture obviously has to match the headline. Not a cat playing the piano or something. Yeah, don't put a picture of yourself absolutely ripped, lifting massive, huge weights if you're trying to target an over-30s woman trying to lose weight or if you're trying to target uh, men that need to improve their self-confidence, don't put, like, a super hot woman on the image (laughs) because, again, it it just doesn't match. 
the image needs to match the headline. I'm, 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 I'm laughing now, but it's so easy to do because you don't think who you yeah, are. Yeah, this, this goes back to, you know, I, I love the fact you brought this up. Uh, and it's so, so important. Niching. Like you talked about it before, but you sort of moved on before I forgot to pick up on it because niching for me is fundamentally the single most important thing that I've ever realized in marketing. And that we've niched down a fair amount. Uh, over the years from being sort of the business to the small business or whatever. And we then like finally recently we've been going back like over my, like, who do I actually target and who is it? And if I can go down even narrower and this is the power, you you said it before really eloquently, but I just wanted to pick up because the penny really dropped for me, like literally in the past few weeks. And it's like, if you imagine the person you're talking to and it's, and it's a really like narrow market, like you said before. So if you were targeting middle-aged women or women over 30, um, you know, trying to lose weight in the next six weeks, maybe they're going on holiday. And that, that was who you were thinking about in your head when you're talking in your ads and your videos, whatever. It's super easy to say, look, is this you? Cool. I can fix it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're talking to women, then how do you target women? You know, it's, and I think it's just like, I just want to pick up on it because that is, is, is the biggest mistake I've made so many times. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear the say that because it sounds like I'm on the right track. Because <laughs> you, you, you don't have to be super niche. You can be quite diverse, but when you're writing, especially paid advertising, or you're actually writing ads copy for a newspaper or something, that's where you need to niche. So a perfect example would be a, a dental practice. They give you teeth whitening, they they give you implants, they do all this kind of different stuff. But the thing they really want to do is dental implants. They're not going to write an advert saying, come and join Cardiff's five-star dentist. They're going to say, come and join Cardiff's most proven dental implant surgery, because that really attracts one type of person. And if that's the service you want to push for the most, that's when it's going to attract those people in. So niching is, is important, but don't think you know what, I'm listening to this podcast now with Dave and Steve and they're telling me to be super niche. You don't have to, like, say, I only work with men with four children who are divorced over the age of 35 uh, that drive a BMW. That is extremely niche. You can go quite wide and just say I work with men over 30. You can just say I work with dads. Just just on that point, because I think it's a massively important one. You may have been going here anyway, so sorry if I've just jumped in and stolen your prey, but... Is that what you just described then, the whatever it was, over 44? That could be an advert. And I know you just said this, but I'm just making that point is your business, like our business actually serves, like basically we our, our products and services are absolutely awesome for small businesses, up to 250 employees. That's who we serve. Mm-hmm. But it's too broad an audience. And that's what we're trying to market to people. So by saying, okay, today or this, this, this campaign, like who is it we're going to be talking to on this campaign? And the product and service is going to be the same. Your gym, I'm sure a man and a woman and a, you know, at different ages would all be able to walk in that gym and get a benefit, you know, (laughs) but you probably wouldn't go out there and say, Hey, everyone, (laughs) you know, look at my gym. Another one, window installers. I I work quite closely with a window installer. We don't do any marketing. I'm just good friends with them. So I give them some pointers and they install double glazing. They install uh, new windows special windows, all kinds of different stuff, but they wanted to kind of be more unique. I was like, why don't you target people who get frosted window all the time, people that their windows steam up? And they're like, oh, yeah, but I don't Literally just post pictures on Facebook of you fixing that one problem. 
And now they're getting two or three inquiries every single week for that specific job. Not because they just say, oh yeah, we, we install new windows. They're now being quite specific with the type of job that they do. And then again, a, a dental implants is a great one for that. You say, come in for a free teeth whitening. And then you kind of, yeah, I don't know how you would say, come in for your free teeth whitening. They come in for the teeth free. Oh, just looking at one of these teeth back here. looks like you've got a little bit of tooth missing. Should we get you booked in for a checkup? Yeah, exactly. It's just like when you're uh, the kind of moving off topic, but the hook, the hook is so important. So with the ad copy talking to a specific audience, you then need the hook as well. And this is what we, especially in the fitness industry, if you're going to help someone lose a load of weight, you don't want to turn around to them and say, hey, yeah, I can help you lose five stone. It's going to take you about 12 to 15 months, but I can help you lose that weight. Because they're going to think, yeah, it's a load of weight, but I'm not waiting. That There's no way I'm sticking around for 15 months right off the bat. If you turn around to them and said, hey, you know what? I can help you lose one stone in 30 days. They're like, that offer is like way more compelling yeah. than stick around with 15 months. And that's why when you go into a supermarket and those lovely ladies are there with a sausage on a stick or a piece of cake <laughs> on a stick, and they're just like, taste this, you have a bite, you're like, mm, that's really nice. What happens to be right next to them is the packet. Have a bite. Mm, that's quite nice. I'll stick that packet in my bag. You've bought it. The hook, the hook. That is the most important part. Get the hook right. Write the copy around it. You, sh you shouldn't have an issue then. I like it. Okay. So we've, we've nailed advertising now. That's it. Done. In the bag. What's next? What about, uh, so that's really got a couple of point, talking points there. So what about business growth? Why do you want to? Should we, should we delve into that? That's that. The business growth is always going to be the hardest part of moving forwards. And we've had this the gym. We've had this at the Fit Pro Legion office. We see it all the time. You come in as the person that wears all the hats. You set up. You set up a gardening company. You're literally the lead gen expert trying to find people. You're the uh, customer service person trying to respond to all these requests. You're the appointment setter, getting people booked in for your next job. You're the price evaluator. You go there and quote the job. You go there, you cut the lawn, you do the job. You're then the follow-up team to say, hey, how was it? Do you want to give me a five-star review on Facebook? You're then the reactivation. Hey, I've not been to your garden in six months. Should I come back down and redo it again? You're wearing all these hats. Another big part of business growth is, are you confident enough? Do you have the right process in place to take that first hat off and give it to somebody? That is... That is the biggest hurdle for most people to really start the growth. Because if you're not confident enough to take that hat off, you're going to be stuck as the person that does absolutely every single thing in your business. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is, this is, I'm excited now because this is my bag. This is, this is my world, getting people, getting people to get out of their own way. So I'm really interested to, 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 to discuss this and just get your insights on this because um, I'm always eager to learn. So, what are your top tips? How do you convince people of how to let go, how to take that first step from, you know, only I can do this, or it's quicker, cheaper, easier to do it myself, or, um, you know, there's no one else that can do this, this uh, work as good as me, all those sorts of barriers, I'm sure you've heard many times before. Yeah, uh, yeah. What, what's your tactics for overcoming those and helping 
listeners who are thinking these things right now, you know, what would you say to them? I don't want to come across as I've nailed it. I am perfect at this because trust me, there's times where people message me on Facebook and say, Dave, can you fix this issue? And instead of saying, yeah, let me just get one of my team to do it. I'm just like, give me half an hour and I'll do it. It's like, so I'm not the perfect per. I, but I'll share my experience. You're on, you're on, you've a long, long way on this journey further than a lot of people I know. Yeah, yeah. So when it comes to growing the business, generating these and making sales, you've got to do the, was it three things? Generate the leads, chase those leads and make the sales. Now, yeah, I'm very good at generating leads because that's kind of what our second business is. I'm okay at making sales, but the one thing I dread and I still more or less don't do it now is phone people up. And if I don't phone people, it doesn't matter how many leads I generate or how good I am at selling, there's nobody that's going to go from this point to this point without being booked in, chased, whatever you need to do to get them in front of you for the sale. And it was slowing me down massively. And I was like, Dave, come on, we need to fix this issue. I still don't want to do it after all these trainings. I regret, I just hate doing it. So the only option I had was to find someone to do it. Got someone in to do it. Consultations, literally every single day moving forward. Then I was just like, oh my God, why didn't I do this like six months ago? I'd have been way ahead of where I am now. So if there's one massive hurdle that's stopping you from progressing, that's probably where I would go in first saying that at the same time don't go in unless it's something you really hate doing don't go in and take away the thing that makes you the money so at the start i was generating the leads phoning people up making the sales and coaching the session coaching the session for me was the thing that made me money if people didn't enjoy my sessions they would leave so there was no way i could get a trainer in to replace me straight away because if their sessions weren't good i wasn't good at managing a staff member or something at that point in time they would leave and no matter how many leads i generate people just keep leaving on the back end so i had to make sure the thing that made me the most money or the thing that that made the business was all about me but find where i can pull myself out so either the thing that you dread you hate doing the most or the things that just are not not worth wow they're not worth your time in the nicest way coaching the session i charge 35 pound an hour to um do a one-to-one pt yeah i can pay someone 10 pound an hour to write a couple of emails schedule a couple of social media posts and uh text some clients so it goes from 35 pound per hour earned to 10 pound an hour spent for that task so you can clearly see where the money makes sense so it's a case of yeah Jobs that you either hate or the things that don't make you the money or don't move you forwards enough, but still have to be done. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And you know, before we were chatting offline before, I said before, I said before, and I said, I always come off these interviews and I've either learned something that I've just never just seen the world in a different way or something that someone says just resonates. And I think, God, I'm going to go away and do that right now. And, you know, I, I coach people on outsourcing. It's, it's what I do. Like, that is my business, systems and outsourcing. And yet you just said something to me then that made me realize there's a, such a simple fix which could 
generate significant amounts of revenue. And that is that right now, I don't have anyone in my business who's basically just following up on leads and getting them booked in for a, a pre-qualified consultation with me. Yeah. And if I can get people to have begun like a consultation with me, that the right type of people that I, I can genuinely help, that I believe, you know, that what I do is exactly what they need in their lives, then, you know, they, I, I will be able to bring them on as a client because why wouldn't they want to do what I do? Because it's a, you know, win-win, but not having that simple setter in place is meaning I'm sure losing out on a lot, a lot, okay. of, a lot of, a lot of it. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to actually action this. I'm going to tell you something quite funny now. On, Everybody man. knows now the one thing I hate the most in business is phoning people up. Uh, we're just about to launch our newest service, which is phoning people up and getting them booked in. There you go. <laughs> All I need to do is be a gym owner and I'm there. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was just as I was kind of, you were saying that, I was just like, oh my God, that's so strange. Like, I, li- I hate phoning people up, yeah. yet I'm not the only one. And this is why we're launching this service. So many people do not want to phone the prospects. I don't know if it's a scared they're going to just tell me to go away. I don't know if we can swear from I won't say anything. Just go away. Why are you phoning me? Put the phone down. I think this is a lot of dread that goes to our head. So we don't want to do it. So many people have asked us for year and year and year to do this. I've never been like, now's the right time. Now's the right time. But somebody said it the other day and I was like, three or four people have asked it within this one week. Okay. We will launch it. Give me, I said, give me a couple of weeks. I'll have this sort of done a couple of interviews this week. I found the right type of people and the right type of people are those people that have got the experience. I've had, have a quick chat. And they, and they enjoy it. Yeah. What, what have you done before? I've worked in call centers doing what? Phoning people up who owe money to Sky. Well, like you're going to talk to pretty horrible people at that point, then you're going to be perfect for this yeah, job. Yeah. And then they come straight in. You gotta be careful what you say. That it's like <laughs> all the people that you're going <laughs> could be misinterpreted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I get your point entirely. Yeah. You want people that are basically, yeah, going back to the, we were talking about outsourcing and things before. And I think that one of the things that um, the pushbacks that I often get when I speak to people about why, why did you do that? Or, you know, why they say, oh, I hate it. You know, I know I, I can't get someone else to do that. It's just such a oh, rubbish job. It could be like data entry or, you know, boring, tedious research or, or it could be sales, or it could be actually creative, but like something that, and what people don't realize is that there's somebody out there and a lot of people out there in the world that absolutely love doing every single thing that you hate. And this is a great example. There are people like my sales coach, I have a sales coach that I, I, I do on a, on a Wednesday evening and he, he loves speaking to people and mm. selling to people. That is what he does. That's his job, you know, and he's chosen that because A, he's good at A and B, you know, he, he loves it. And this is you know, the service you're offering now. It'd be awesome. You know, like I genuinely think if I, I wish I had a gym, but I, I actually, you know, I'll, uh, but I'm going to get this sorted. And I appreciate you, you, you bringing it to my forefront of my mind. So I thank the, you. The, the two things on that point is people do love it. We've started working with a couple of VAs recently, uh, just to kind of see kind of like, there's lots of like, Everyone's talking about VAs at the minute. So it's like, you know what? Let, let's try it. Let's see what the standard is like. Let's see what it's like working with people not based here in Cardiff, where I literally can literally go and sit next to them. 
So we've taken a couple of people on and I give somebody a task and it's just like, you know what, I, I would dread this task. Let's just see what their response is. And you're like, oh my God, I love this job. Like, but all you need to do is reply to every single person that's commented on my post. I think there was like 100 people commented saying you want this download. And I was just kind of like, comment, here's the reply message. Here's the actual message you need to send to them. It's like, oh, I love that task. Give me half an hour, I'll have it all done. Half an hour later, it was done. I was just like, wow, that would have taken me ages. So that's like I say, people, there are people out there that will love that type of job. Moving on to not feeling confident enough to relinquish that role, massively part of what you do, the systemization stuff. You have to create that system in place. So now with this call handling appointment set position we've got, I'm not just going to say to this person that we're going to take on, here's a list of people, phone them up and get them booked in for this, for this fitness business or this fitness business. I'm going to have to now map it all out. Here's the call, the call script that I need you to follow. If they answer, do this. If they don't answer, do this. If their response is this, do this. If their response is that, do that. So then you have that system in place. And then the final part of all this is nobody you ever take on, and this is something you have to, you just have to acknowledge, nobody that you're going to take on is going to do it as well as you can. So when I coach sessions in the gym, I give it my all. I'm laughing, I'm joking, I'm making the place bouncing. It's the best experience a client could imagine. But when we take some staff on and they're not as enthusiastic as me, they, they train in a different way. And I'm just like, that's not how I want it done. You have to, what would you say? You have to accept what they can offer. If it, even if it doesn't match your level of it, you have to accept what they can offer in order for you to be able to grow. If they're obviously not doing it well enough, then yeah, you need to replace them as quick as possible. But you have to sacrifice a little... 10, 20, I, I don't know, you're probably next more of an expert in this, 30% of what you could offer. You have to give up that amount in order to allow yourself to keep growing. Totally. And I think there is a lot of tasks that I totally, totally agree with you. And, um, and like my course development, for example, and systems that we create and we, we package up a lot of our back office systems. And, um, and I used to do it all myself. Everything was done by me. And now if I, if I launched a new course for a, a general operational thing, so we're just doing our uh, email outsourcing course at the moment and revamping that, I haven't done a single thing. And will it be as good as if I had done it? Do you know what? It'll probably be better. And the reason I say that is because this person who's doing this now has been doing the role for over a year, is, is the expert in the company. I haven't replied to a single email in my company for, you know, what. Well, not, I probably have applied to a few, but you know, generally speaking, this person applies that like all of our emails, all of our instant messaging, all of our Facebook, everything for me. So they're the expert. So actually, in this case, like, why would I ever be the person to you know to do that now to create that thing? And then you know, in your example with the with the coaches, I think it's another thing that I really struggled. When I got my first coach into my business was um, that yeah, they didn't do it the way I did it. And I was really worried about that. And then what I found actually was when you actually interview people that my clients, that some of them actually preferred the way they did it. Yeah. You know, and that, that was a total like, oh, do you mean I'm I'm not perfect for everyone? You know. <laughs> and it's a bit of a you have to just take that, you know, uh, take that 
or what's the word, step down, if you like, and realize, you know, actually different ways and different ways of delivering the same thing that actually resonate with different people. So it's the, not all bad, even if, even the, if you- One of the best examples, one of the best examples I'd give would maybe be like a, someone like a plumber who has to go, if you're one person band and you're a plumber, you make all your money from actually going to the job. But if you're going to a job and then you put an hour aside to do some admin and reply to some emails, then you go and do another job and then do another hour of admin. By the end of your day, you've only got three jobs in. If you can hire somebody to work from four till six every single night, just two hours to reply to emails, phone people up, get people booked in, you could potentially go from three plumbing jobs a day to five plumbing jobs a day, which you've literally more or less doubled what you earn and maybe only half of that extra amount is going to go to the person doing those tasks for you, which is getting people booked in, because that's where you make the money. So as long as you put a system in place, they know what to say, how to book people in, so then you don't stress because you turned up at the wrong address or the wrong time and stuff. Make, you have to put that system in place, but then it, it will help you grow with the business. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a great example. I think it's a simple example um, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, it doesn't need to be technical or anything. It's just like you can get someone to do something for less than you're getting paid to do something else. Then <laughs> do it. <laughs> you know, it's it's a no brainer, really. So, um, look, this has been absolutely fantastic, David. I've, I've really enjoyed this. Um, and I've, I've, as I said, I always walk away with a kick up the ass or a you know a light bulb moment, and this has been no different. So, I really, really uh, thank you for coming along and sharing your your vast knowledge. And insights into this and and we've managed to keep it you know generic enough so if i know there are gym owners that listen to this and fantastic but for those of you that don't own gyms i think there's been massive amounts of value in this so thank you very much do you mind if i just finish up by asking you a few signature questions that i like to ask everybody so first off what can you give us a couple of examples of your favorite apps um I don't know. It depends what side of the street you want to go down. I could say like Sky Sports News and things. Let's like let's that. keep it business oriented. Business oriented apps. And if you want to go, you could always be marketing or productivity or keep. Um, on the phone, From? Canva. Yeah, yeah, I use quite a lot of photo editing ones. So Canva. Yeah, a lot of people have heard of Canva. Photo Rust is quite another good one. Video Leap is more for video. Um, don't really use many apps you know on the phone no that's all right what, any plugins or any browser extensions or websites that you use regularly um loom loom is a massive thing it's yeah. something i've kind of learned and you should have you should really pick up at school is people learn in different ways people take information in in different ways and writing a text message or an email can be seen as a completely different way something you've explained the process to people via text they might read it and do it a completely different way. Whereas when you send them a video step-by-step-by-step by step by step breakdown in a video, it's almost impossible to go wrong unless like Facebook, they decide to change the out how Facebook is laid out the next day after you've done it. But yeah, Loom, Loom video, I think it's loom.us. It, it's are amazing no matter who you're talking to you're like let me send you a quick video record the video on your computer showing them where to go send that across them that's your team done that's like your your operations manual starting to be built there yeah absolutely yeah great great choice all right um 
The title of this podcast is Systemize Your Success, but what does success mean to you? Hmm. Um, tough question. My mentor's always asking me this type of question as well. It used to be you'd be able to like travel the world. Um, money isn't really one of those kind of motivating things. I thought back in the day, like when I was at school, like money is everything, but money really isn't. I mean, as long as you, you enjoy life, I think your, your time would probably be the most important thing to be able to do what you want with your time. That would be success. But then at the same time, I work like 15 hour days, most days, <laughs> really waste a lot of my time, but yeah, I mean like a weekend or you be able to you can just go away whenever you want to, or you can just, go and see your mum or literally anything you want time, I think would probably be um, the answer to that question. Cool. And do you believe you could systemize your success? And if so, or if not, why? Uh, it depends on how much we're selling here. So we literally have a piece of software called Lead Deck, which is the whole system that we use here at the gym to generate the leads, follow up the leads, to get leads booked in, to sell to the leads all in one software. Um, so I kind of have already built it. Yeah. Nice. Good plug. I like it. And a very <laughs> good answer. So that's absolutely fine. We'll, we'll put the links to that in the show notes as well. If anyone's interested. Go on. Like the, the main thing on that is literally just write everything down. If you're going to take staff on, just write everything down. It might seem like the most mundane, boring task. Like one of the tasks I hit the most is writing the manual for, for the, like a staff handbook manual you know what I mean? This is how you clean the rowing machine. It's the most painful job ever. Grab the cloth, grab the spray, wipe it down, turn it over, wipe it down, done, done, done. But by writing it down, putting it in the manual, when a staff member does the job correctly because they read the manual, great. When the staff member hasn't done the job properly, it's like, you need to go back, please read the manual. And that shows you then if you have the right staff on board. Because if they can follow the process... It then goes back to time. I can now go away and go to wherever I want to for four weeks or a month for a year, whatever I want, because they can follow the process. And I know this place isn't going to burn down, fall apart. And when I come back, it will still be here in great working condition. Fantastic. An answer very close to my own heart. So uh, I will leave it at the end on that and say thank you very much, David. It's been an absolute pleasure. Just finally, actually. If people do want to catch you, find out a bit more about what you do, how can they get in contact? And is there a webpage they can go to? Uh, we were just talking about this before we started. The webpage does exist. It's not the greatest website in the world. We spend literally most of our time on Facebook. Um, so just head over to Facebook and search for David Kyle um, or literally head over to one of the websites and book a call. I spend most of my day on calls, so it's easy to book a call with me. Just cool. I'll give you the, I, I'll just give everyone the URL in case you're interested. So it's www.fitproleadgen.com. So fit and then proleadgen.com. And we'll put everything in the show notes so that people can seek you out should they wish to get some uh, some fantastic help and support from you and your guys. Thank if you very much indeed. I'll just, just come, come, come down to the gym in Cardiff. And just if you, yeah, if you're in Cardiff. Cool. Cheers, David. Cool. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time today. Cheers. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,
Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else that you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts, so please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions, and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day, and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success. Your Success.